Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What's his name? Hey, welcome to another episode of Paul Mort Talk Shit. Notice again, I didn't tell you the episode number because I don't fucking know. But that's alright, isn't it? Because I'm human. Listen, today's episode real different because um, I get a lot of requests for what I call normal guys to come on the show rather than all these celebrities and famous sports stars and influencers. So what I did was for you, for you, is I grabbed two of my clients, my students. We have Mr. Mike Lewis, SEO expert, and Mr. Ali Crooks, Forex trader. Both of these guys have transformed from when they first came into my program. So they tell their entire story as well as giving away some powerful tools and strategies that you can start implementing right away. You're going to fucking love this one. Also, I talk about dirty stuff loads. Oh, also, I almost forgot. Don't you forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, YouTube, whatever it is. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a rating, leave us some comments, even if they're nasty ones, because I can take it, I'm a big fucking boy. And don't forget to share it with all your friends. Lastly, head on over to polmode.uk, where you can grab my book and download a bunch of free shit. All right, I'm back again. This is Paul Mode Talks Shit. And join me today um, is... Producer Mac, producer Mac, how are you? Oh, yo, good job. I'm here, right, Mr. Moore? <laughs> it's a good job, I'm here. So we just, I just spent, recorded the first five minutes, um, but there was, uh, we've got two guests today as well as producer Mac, and only them are talking. I only recorded them because, as you know, if you listen to the last episode, um, I now have a different mic to everybody else because uh, I've got ants in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I've got ants in my pants. So today I'm talking shit with Mike Lewis and Ali Crooks. What's up, gentlemen? Good to be here. Thank you for having me. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, man. Very hey, good. So for you guys that aren't watching on YouTube and that are listening on Spotify and um, and what's the other thing? Apple, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Whatever platform you're listening on, actually. Um, let's have... Um, I-, I want to distinguish your two voices because it's always weird when you're like, who's that? And you, you guys have got... Well, all sound similar here, actually. Yeah. yeah. Pretty Ali Crooks, say hello. Hello. Say hello. My name is Ali Crooks. Hello, my name is Ali Crooks. <laughs> it's like Simon said. It's like Simon said. Mike Lewis, say hi. My name is Mike Lewis. Hi, my name is Mike Lewis. Yeah, I've got the two voices. It's distinct. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, it. it's distinct. Yeah, yeah. So these two gentlemen, I was I was telling them before we came on the podcast, is this like a last minute thing? Have I actually had an unstoppable event all day? And I was like, lads, it couldn't be fucking podcast. I know you've heard my voice all day, but how about another hour? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking look is for punishment. Um, so I invited these two guys on. And I was telling about it before, I was like, listen, lads, I don't want to offend you, but I'm going to. <laughs> Do you know what people We're say used that? To it. We're yeah, used it's to like, it. I don't. I, I, it's like, I'm not racist, but. No offense. No offense. I'm like, you're about to say something that's a country, aren't you? It's a bit shitty, that, yeah. isn't it? So I'm saying the lads, we're getting some requests for how about we get some of your clients on who've gone through this process. And, and I hate using this word, really, which is like just normal dudes. Right, because it's we get celebrities on, we get people on with a big following, but a lot of people can't resonate with that. Um, so I thought, you know what, who better to get on than Mr. Mike Lewis and Ali Crook? So, um, yeah, welcome. Let's get um, let's get into this. Um, I'm not gonna ask the um, what's your name and what's your favorite sexual position because that's an unstoppable <laughs> thing. Plus, everybody probably already that. knows because Matt <laughs> keeps recording it on his video camera. I've got yeah. it just for that one day someone pisses us off. I'm like, listen. 
blackmail blackmail city so it wasn't even a, a sexual position was it it was like where's the weirdest it place you've had weird, sex yeah yeah I said Newcastle <laughs> <laughs> there we go Being Mike Lewis Shields, that is weird <laughs> Mike Lewis's blackmails out the window <laughs> also there's my first hate mail <laughs> True Jolly, the true Jolly's gonna be writing it. Who's that fucking daft cunt on there? Sorry. <laughs> I've said cunt twice already. Six minutes in. All right, so um, let's start with Ali. Ali Crooks, um, for the guys listening, who the fuck's Ali Crooks? Like, good question. He's uh, Ali Crooks is a trader, he's a business owner. What's a trader? Somebody who's been trading, well, I've been trading currencies now for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's kind of, I would say, my profession. Yeah. But for the last 10 years, I've been teaching other people from all walks of life to do the same. Amazing. So I've got a question on trading. Yeah. So there's a lot of different types of trading, isn't there? And you said currencies. There's that Forex. Forex, yeah. Uh-huh. And well, it, it, you're Essentially, you're, all you're doing when you're trading Forex is you're trading a fluctuation in the price movement. So, so like so if I go to Spain on Friday, it could be 1.2. On Saturday, it could be 1.2. By the way, exactly. you're not going to fucking Spain on Friday. I'm not going to. No one's going there, <laughs> That, that, but yeah. you're, you're trading on that. So like, you're trading the fluctuation. So you could trade the fluctuation in gold. You right. can trade the fluctuation in oil. Uh-huh. And the principles are similar. So Got you're it. not actually buying euros and yeah. selling pounds. You're, you're, you're capitalizing through the fluctuation. Got you. Got you. Oh, right, we're cool. getting boring already. So I'll get, I'm... <laughs> no, that's just me. That's me. What you That's Max done now. Max. Um, Charlie, where are you? Um, where are you from? So I'm from Perryvale in Middlesex, but I live near Silverstone, so Midlands. Amazing, cool. And what's your um? You know what I that? What's your relationship this day? It's like ASL. <laughs> a- a- ASL. ASL. Oh, okay. ASL, bro. Are you so on? I am- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Just carrying on from earlier. So no, I'm with. I've been with Sarah now for ten years. Mm-hmm. So we're not married, mm-hmm. but we are as good as married. And mm-hmm. I'm father to her two kids. Amazing. I love it, buddy. I love it. What about you, Mike? So who's Mike Lewis? Um, so I am, uh, yeah, I run a marketing company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we specialize in SEO, anything to do with Google, mm-hmm. uh, getting people found. I'm married to Elisa. I've been married 12 years. I've uh, got two kids, mm-hmm. eight-year-old and a three-year-old. They're amazing. Uh, of course they are. They're Mike Lewis's kids. Come on. Uh, funny enough, what you were saying earlier about, about no offense. Yeah. So last night I'm with my daughter and I always, I like to sing. Yeah. 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 Really? No, 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 I've got the shittest voice. Yeah, you think that about Mike? Never. No, no, right, no, right. What I mean, though, in, in the worst possible way. Okay. Like I'm, I love karaoke because I'm so bad that it all kind of makes it good. Amazing. Uh, and I sang a song to my daughter, my daughter last night, and she went, "No offense," and I just went, "Right," and she was like, "Have you tried not singing?" <laughs> and I was like, "How old are you?" She's oh, like, dude. she's like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, there's maybe better uses of your talents. Really? <laughs> and I was in love She's eight. I was like, oh my God. God, thank God for LinkedIn, eh? Thank God for LinkedIn. <laughs> God. I love it, mate. I love that. Do you know what's funny? Nina did this thing to me the other day, and Nina's very abrupt. I don't know where she gets it from, but she's very abrupt. And she said, I was lying down. Do you know that on the back of your head? She said, Dad, you've got a really fat head. Just grabbing this shit here. Do you know what I mean? I said, that's not even fat. She went, what is it then? Meat. <laughs> Dad, you got a really meaty head. head. You're very, you're getting, Dad, you're so wide. So Nina called you a meathead. Meathead, I was like, oh, meathead. Just honestly, just says, just said. My mum said it was yesterday. She said, Paul, do you know what Nina said it was your age? Nana, you've got fat all over. <laughs> oh my god. And then my mum said, do you know what? I didn't say anything. And then she said, Nana, are you are you not speaking to me? 
Seven years old, honestly, wild. I wonder if she gets it from <laughs> I would never tell someone to laugh at. No. I would say something way more offensive than that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Ali, let's start yes. with you. Again, this is a bit of a... I had no idea what I was going to talk about today. Normally, I don't have questions. Tell me about how you ended up. Not obviously a sat-nav journey or how you drove here, but how did you end up here in this fucking podcast studio recording, talking about meatheads and shagging? And how did you end up here? Well, um, I saw your Cliff video. Yeah. And I wasn't, I was in a bad place, mm-hmm. but I didn't realise was I was in a bad place. Yeah. And it was watching that Cliff video. I was Talk like, about the bad place. What was that like for you? Because yours it, was a little bit different than mine, wasn't it? It was a more yeah, of an anger. Yeah, I was, I was just, I was just angry alley. Yeah. And the irony is I had loads of friends calling me angry alley in jest, but I would just, ki- every, I would just kick off at everything. Really? So I was just, yeah, if, if the email went out that was wrong, if I'd had a bad week's trading. Yeah. But it was just, watching your Cliff video, I was like, shit, I can relate to this. Yeah. And it was a real eye-opener for me. Yeah. And I think it sounds cliche, but it was almost a bit of a midlife crisis. Because yeah. things were going well, but I wasn't, I wasn't happy at the time. Yeah. But I almost didn't realise I wasn't yeah. happy. Yeah. And that resonated with me. And then I saw you posting pictures of cooking for your wife. What? Yeah, you were doing a little challenge. I'm, I'm actually you... doing that challenge right now. and not doing very well at it, actually. <laughs> well, you look pretty good that time. Yeah. So I was just, I just but saw dude, that. Dude, I get loads of shit for that, you know, because everyone's like, oh, you never cook. And then I post something amazing. But what they don't realise is that I'm getting their meal kits. You know the meal <laughs> kits? You know the meal kit? I'm not microwaving it. It's not that. But you get like a meal kit. Yeah, and they tell yeah, you exactly yeah, how to cook it. I was cooking like fucking Hasselback potatoes and shit. Hustle, by the way, Hustle way off. better than fucking yeah. mash, by the way. By the way, gentlemen, let's, <laughs> let's have an interlude here. If you were having a Sunday roast and you had the option of jacket potato, roast the potato. Jacket potato on yes. a Sunday roast. Sorry, let's take the Sunday lunch out, right? Let's just talk potatoes. If you had potato, and we're talking potatoes, all the things that you can do with a potato, right? Jack potato, roast potato, he hits this one, boiled <laughs> potato, roasted uh, Might as well say potato, potato wedges, potato skins, French fries, hash browns, mashed potato. Which one of those, like, basically, would you have choose mashed potato out of any of those things that you could do with a potato? No. Chips no. all day long. On a Sunday dinner, always mash. Chips. All the roasties. No, are you having roasties? Roasties all day long. Really? Yeah. I'm quite simple, my son dinner dog, so because I don't like veg. I know you oh, hit me for that. that. No, one oh. I like Matt. What he's really saying is he likes cream and butter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Yorkshire puddings, yeah. meat, yes. mash. That's yes. it. Holy Yorkshire shit, that's bad. I love yeah. that. Mash potato. Wow, mate. Wow, there's one for you, Mac. We need to keep a score of this. I think Let's, I'm winning, like. And just sparkling water, make your mouth dry. What? Sparkling water. I refuse to drink sparkling water. Oh my Why? God. Why? Why, would want, why would you want water that's fizzy? And like, have a cork. Have a cook like and dries your mouth out. He's yeah. Mac reckons it dries your mouth out. It tastes minging. I don't, yeah. don't really? sound like anybody. See, I love sparkling water. water. My daughter likes yeah. sparkling water. If I want a fizzy drink, I'll have a cook. Yeah, exactly. I like a cook. Like. cook see, co- coke, cook's coke. fizzy and it doesn't dry your mouth out. Why the fuck does sparkling water dry? If someone can message me <laughs> and let us know what the thing in sparkling water is that dries your mouth out. Please, well, it's going to dry my mouth up, You lose your shit at this. I was rolling last night, and in between rounds, I was drinking sparkling water. That's berserk. <laughs> no way. That is crazy. 
And was I, the kid I was rolling with, Luke was like, Bleh. That's insane. Like, it's delicious, it's fizzy and delicious. I couldn't drink fizzy stuff when I'm training. It just really? doesn't sit well and with you know the stomach. kids did? It was yesterday, I went to, um, went to Wagamama's, right? And they've never been to Wagamama's before. They thought it was incredible, right? Anyway, I went to the toilet and I came back and they'd only put chilli oil, <laughs> soy sauce and the chilli salt in me drink. <laughs> no. And I drank it. Made. It's nice. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it was a. Uh, Imagine if you like it, it's never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to package that up. What is sell it on Amazon? Uh, What's his uh, limited uh, edition uh, Coke you've got? Uh, it made my mouth dry, actually. <laughs> it made my throat was on fire. Anywho, um, so Ali ended up seeing a thing of me cooking my wife. Yeah. Cooking, wife. cooking <laughs> for your wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. I've got, do you know what? That's gone in the clip. Nobody makes the clips because that's in the clip. You see the video of me. You're seeing some, some of me cooking me. Right. Yep. Yeah. And then you did a an underground event in in Newcastle. Also like a one day seminar. So when great. when was this? Because I was I wasn't around no, for tr- underground. Yeah, three years ago. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Undergrounds. What then, into, what was entailed in an underground? Well, we're cooking wives for a start. <laughs> cooking wives, eating mash, eating mash. drinking falling water. Yeah. Not underground event was kind of just like a one day seminar, wasn't yeah. it? Um, I actually want to do one of them soon as well, but yeah. Mm. And what did I? I must have pitched something there, did I? Yeah, Alliance oh, back then. Was it? Yeah, I think Holy it was the first shit. first run of Alliance. Holy shit! Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was a really good day. Amazing. And what's changed for you since then? Um, everything. Yeah. So I say the three biggest things is I'm nowhere near as stressed. Yeah. So I'm nowhere near as stressed. Um, but your life, if you look at it, right? What's interesting is you're no more near as stressed. But I bet your life's looking from the outside in, probably more stressful. Does that make sense? Yes. You're not stressed, but your life could be looked yeah. at as more stressful. The word, I, I messaged you, the word is capacity. Yes. For me, with this, this year has been mad, positive and negative. Yes. But the ups and downs have been a lot less. So yeah. I've got Your a, personal ups and downs. Are, yeah, the less. business is up and down. Yeah. yeah. Relationship may be up and down. Well, but externally, yes. yeah, like you said, looking in, you yeah. think flipping out, there's a lot going on there. But for me, there's... Do you ever get a message that, oh, you, you'll get this, Mike? I know you're busy, but... It's like saying I'm not going to offend you. I know you're busy, but I'm going to fucking send you a pointless message anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're busy, but I'm going to ask you if I can pick your brain anyway. Yeah. Pick, you pick yeah. your brain. Pick oh, your my brain. God. It's the worst yeah. thing anyone yeah. says. It's a bit all the time. Yeah, there's a PayPal link, Mark. Yeah, of course you can. There's a link from your book. Anyway, so, life's... Yeah. Uh, it's probably more stressful, but you're not as stressed. Yeah, I've got a greater capacity yes. to deal with the... Ups and the downs. Amazing. They don't affect me as much. Cool. Yeah, it's good. And you're jacked as fuck now, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Thanks to Mr. Myers. I love him, Mr. Alex. Alex, Alex, Alex Myers. Will, Alex has cut the fucking point on some of these, yeah. won't he? He's, he's yeah. next level. He is a monster. Yeah. What's, uh, what's two? That was one, wasn't it? No, it was two. He's less stressed. His capacity's higher. Yeah. I'll give him his third one. Um, what and accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I'm, 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 I'm a lazy fuck at heart. Really? Yeah. I'm a lazy fuck at heart. Yeah. But with this... Just, yeah, we, were just saying, we were just saying before we started this that you can't hide nah. in this group. And it's, nah, it's, it's mad, isn't it? I love it. I love it. I love it. Mike Lewis, what, you brought, what brought you here doing there? Because your, yours would be probably a bit of a different year. Actually, I don't yeah. even know the answer to this. So, for me, yeah, life was going all right, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I had just, I had recently started my business. Yeah. I just kind of moved into my dream house. Yeah. Everything was just going, just going cushy. Yeah. But you're always waiting for it to... Start to fail. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I quite like that feeling, do you? I yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. I think you've got to have that. 
I think the one thing I've always thought I'm really good at is I'm, I'm, I'm really self-aware. Yeah. I, I know who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I, by equal amount and you know who you're not. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not a person who could run a six-figure business. That's really? What, yeah, because... That's where you are then? Well, I just felt like I was just just faking it. Yeah. Like, like, like I've, always, I've always... Say at school, I could... Some people call this imposter syndrome. Yeah, maybe, not yeah. Not yeah, us. Not us. Like I, I could cruise through school and get a B yeah. without really working hard. Yes. So I'd start so choose to cruise, yes. to cruise through and get a B because yes. I'm all right with a B. Path of least resistance. Path yeah. of least resistance yeah. every second of the way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that led to me. So whilst I, I was fairly successful, yeah. it also think, well, yeah, but if I don't sort my shit out, how am I going to keep it? How yes. am I going to this? How am I... Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just knew that... I, I don't know. You always think someone's going someone's to come crumbling down. Yeah. Life's quite nice. And I think what I was, I've seen your Cliff video, similar. Um, I was on your email list. I remember once replying to an email mm-hmm. for the transformation, And then it was like, well, how much it was. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm not paying that. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> and then uh, about three Clearly months. Clearly my email wasn't fucked. Was like, <laughs> what was it? Fuck me. Well, well this is the thing, isn't it? It's about, it's about what is someone willing to do to change. Yeah. And it's that, kind, it's that kind of thing. And then about three months later, I'm still mm-hmm. getting the emails when I bought the book. And you hadn't unsubscribed yet? I hadn't unsubscribed. Wow. I'd bought, all lazy. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> but I'd bought the book, and I remember sitting in my back garden on a hammock, reading the book, reading about F5. Mate, I can totally see you lying on a hammock. I could as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, tell you, on a hammock. I tell you, anyone, get a hammock. Really? Get a hammock. Everyone is, says that. You 10 know. minutes a day, it's just, it's just that little bit life enhancing. Is it? Get back, lie on a hammock for 10 minutes, you'll never, you'll never be more relaxed. Really? E- e- Where's easy. your hammock? It's in the back garden, yeah. by the tree, in the corner. I just, I'll, I'll get on from work, go lie in the hammock, I'd like 10 minutes, give me that. Back in the house, I'm not sure my kids would let me go. We were lying in a hammock, they'd fucking have me spinning and fucking oh, the time you open it like yeah. a fucking press. They do, they do that as well, but if you really? can find the time or when when my wife's putting the baby to bed, really? again, go outside, lie in the hammock 10 minutes, it's incredible. Mate, do you know what my biggest okay. problem I think would be a hammock wouldn't be the kids? Be, How the fuck do you even get in it? Yeah, it takes. So my dad, who is 62, yeah. he first uh, time he went in it, he just. Diddy's. I'm actually yeah, looking forward yeah. to this. I'm for my birthday. I'm not telling you how old I am because I've probably mentioned it a million times already. I'm uh, we're going to Dubai. I'm going to the water park, and the kids basically are like they can't wait to see me dad try and get in a rubber ring on the fucking lazy river. <laughs> Do you know the lazy river? Yeah. They're like dad, I can't wait to see Grandma Tom try and get in one of those rings. Because every time I go there, there's always some woman or man that just can't get in and falls on their ass <laughs> and they're fucking under. And they're like, Dad, imagine Grandad Tom doing that. <laughs> I'd be crazy sauce, Dad. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, hammock. You're lying in a hammock. Lying in a hammock. I was reading your book mm-hmm. and I was reading about the F5 and I thought, what a principle that is. Mm-hmm. That's every area of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of get that self-awareness. I won't do this. <laughs> I, 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 I won't. You, do, you, do you know what? I don't think that's a bad... I actually don't think that's a bad trait to have. Because at least it's you're not lying to yourself yeah. about what you are not. Absolutely, what, yeah. Because a lot of people lie to themselves that they're willing to do something, then they don't do it, and then their self worth goes down. Yeah, but deep down they already knew they weren't. They weren't going to do, do it. it. Like I've got yeah. no problem saying with the six pack thing. I'm like, listen, I'm not willing to do that on me diet. Yeah. I'm not yeah. willing to, to. I mean, I am willing to give up booze, but I'm not willing to give up fucking ice cream. Yeah. I'm not willing oh, to yeah, give yeah. up bread. I would do that a lot. I would go, before coming through this, yeah. I would go through the cycle of, right, I've watched three David Goggins videos, right, no carbs on Monday, <laughs> fail by Wednesday, pissed off, angry. Yeah. And yes. I would do this cycle, yes. then get pissed, yeah. and wonder why yeah. I was miserable, annoyed, and stressed. Yeah. They're little things. Yeah. Do you think yeah. you've always had that trait? What of? Where you're like, if I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not going to do that, so there's no point. Yeah, I'm fairly... Oh, maybe not always. Maybe when I was younger, 
bit bigger ego, a bit of. Yeah. I, I think I just got to a point where, like I say, I know who I am. Yeah. And I, I, I found the best type being in my thirties. Yeah. Is where I got most self awareness. Most I just I, I now know I know what kind of dad I am. I know what kind of husband I am. I yeah. know I, I know who I am. I know what yeah. I'll do. I know what I won't do. Yeah. And I know what what it'll take to make me do something. Oh, that's do you know what I mean? That's and, interesting. And yeah. that's the that's leverage. Yeah, that's leverage because it's like it's like I'm saying I'm, I'm trying to lose weight at the minute. Yeah, I know how to lose weight. It's yeah. not difficult. You I think eat everyone a bit less does. and yeah. you move a bit more. Everyone knows how to do it. Yeah, but the difference is having someone say to me every day, text me what you've ate the day before. Okay. Oh, you have to do that. Yeah, every, every, I just have to send me weight every day. I text him. So I text Alex Myers my weight. Yeah, what steps I did yesterday. Yeah. And a screenshot of my fitness pal. Really? Yeah. I bet he has one with that. Yeah, yeah he my does, yeah. Pal. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my, my, my fitness pal is terrible, but I'll tell you what, I hit my calories and hit my protein yeah. every day. Yeah. And it's that kind of, and all of a sudden, three months in, I'm two stone down. Nice. And it's not because I didn't know how to do it. Yes. I, I know how to lift, I know how to you know, do a push, a pull. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's not, yes. it's not difficult. Yeah. It's just, I need someone to force me to do it. Yeah. Do you know and how it's, We'll soon fucking we'll find out. Me and Mike are rolling tonight as well. Come <laughs> on. Find out. Give it an hour. Give see it, what we can do. Give it an hour and we landing fucking footlocks on me. Actually, show me this game now, mate. You fucked. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's fighting talk. That. Yeah, I love man. it, mate. I love it. So then what? So that was, and I think everything comes in its right time, right? Yes. So that was the first time when I had the business. Yeah. I had a bit of time. Yeah. I had a bit more authority. You had a bit more authority. And I think, and... So I had the money for the transmission. Yes. And I've put those at business expense now. Yes. It's a business coaching, isn't it? That's yes. what I put it down as. It is. Do you it know is. what I mean? And, and that's the kind of thing that's awesome. I asked myself the question, what am I capable of yeah. if someone held me to this standard? Yeah. And then it became, okay. Now that's a, another great question to ask yourself. What am I capable of if I had somebody to hold me to this standard? And I actually, I, I've been saying this a lot recently. I think it was on, it might have been Tony Robbins' latest audiobook, which is fucking amazing, by the way. Have you heard his new audiobook? Basically, not an audiobook, which is like the book deal that I've got. It's a recording of one of his live events, and they've just broke it down and made it in the chapters. And it's so good because it's not just somebody reading the book. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't like audiobooks, and that's why I don't listen. What do you do when you want to get your kid to sleep on a nighttime? You read him a fucking book. Okay. You read out a fucking book. So audiobooks pump me to fucking sleep. They're boring. Yeah. The best audiobooks I've heard. Goggins is this. Yeah, it's like a podcast, isn't it? Be, yes, yeah. because it's like commentary. Yeah, it's amazing. Byron Katie's book is amazing because there's her coaching people through it and that. And that book's amazing. He says you, your life is a direct correlation to the standards that your peer group hold you to. Yes. Which is fucking incredible. I that. needed that peer group. Yeah. And that's, you know, I have this little board, notes board in like my, my man cave, my, yeah. my, my office in my house. And uh, I set some goals out in 2019. I yeah. think I texted you at the end of 2019, yeah. actually. And one of the goals was find find my tribe. Yeah. And and, and that was the because, you know what, I've got some best friends, yeah. but the best friends I don't see them very I often. Mean, business is lonely, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We, yeah, always, really. we always had a talk about this. Business, I don't realise it now because I've been in, I've signed peer groups as well. And obviously I have, a, I have you guys that are in business, so I'm, we're, we're, I'm always hearing about different problems. But I have a peer group too, and I think a lot of people don't understand this. Yeah. And, now, and sometimes their wife's not in the business game and that, Sometimes I turn at that, and I think the problem is sometimes as well is we're looking for help and support, but then we're asking or we're telling our wives and our girlfriends and our friends about these business ideas, and they're like, no, no. Mm -hmm. So we get it with guys in here. I'm like, why the fuck are you asking your mum for business advice? Mm -hmm. Oh, and we were talking about Chris earlier. 
Chris was talking about his wife. She said, oh, you'll never be able to do that. I'm like, how many fucking businesses she run? Do you know what I mean? And that gets yeah. really lonely because yeah, we expect yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody to support us as well. Yeah. And that's not always the case. For me, it's the critical thinking. That's like, we've just done four hours of critical thinking. Yeah. You can't, if you're running the business, often, and often people um, that are in your business will just say, yeah, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. And yeah. one, are they qualified to ask it? And yes. two, have they had the experience? Whereas yeah. everything gets picked apart yeah. when, we, when we all get together. And Different I love eyes, that. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I love that. And then Mike's obviously... What's changed for you since you came in then? Pop me a two-stone. Loads, loads of things, really. I think... Mate, your level of... Your level of... My business has increased. Yeah, your big my, picture thinking... Yeah. I think has improved. You've gone from, like, you to six... Everything's people. came... Yeah, so when I first started the bins, I was a freelancer. We're now we're a team of six people. Yeah. We've moved from renting a desk in someone else's office to our own office and then a bigger office. Yeah. But I think... The, and your view's amazing. Yeah, the views. The views yeah, the views cool. amazing from your office. The um, I've had this massive switch in mindset yeah. around everything. Really, that is it you who called it pay to play. Yeah, pay to play. It's, it's that kind of thing. It's, it's now became well, what can I invest? Yes. So when I first told my wife, I was, I was saying to someone earlier, the cost of getting a PT, I want to yeah. lose weight, yeah. and it and it was like, oh, here's the cost, and she was like, oh, fucking hell, that's uh, expensive. It's a decent amount. Yeah. And I kind of said to her, what would you do if I said to you now you could pay two grand? Mm-hmm. and be guaranteed to be three stone lighter in 12 months. Yeah. And she was like, well, I'd pay straight away. I said, well, all I have to do in 12 months is do what he tells me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If I just do what I'm told, yeah. I will be three stone lighter in 12 months. So all of a sudden, £2,000 not a cost now, it's an investment. Yeah. And the fact that you put, the fact that it was £2,000... Means I do the work. And not 20 quid. Yeah. Means mm. that... You have me. to do the work. You better. And mm. by the way, if you weren't doing this, I'd be like, you fucking dropped two grand on that. You fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Accountability <laughs> again, isn't it? Yeah. Really? yeah. It's a, totally. It's, sometimes putting skin in the game is enough accountability. It often is for me. Yeah. So when I go to, to, the, to the mastermind that I'm in, sometimes I'm like, fucking hell, I dropped a lot of money on this. I'm not. And my ego gets in the way. You're like, I'm not sure. We were just talking about, I heard a couple of guys talking, you were talking about Peter Shaw before when yeah, you were yeah. saying, I'm not coming here with fucking saying, I haven't done that. I've got mm. shit results this this month or this this can't eight do weeks, yeah. No, you can't. Um, so let's. Um, Matt, you got anything you want to ask these two before I start rolling here? Nah, my stuff's boring, isn't it? <laughs> Me just spitting my dummy out. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell us everything about trading. <laughs> <laughs> give, give us a one to one. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so uh, let's let's go on this then. <clears throat> what would you say? Some of the because again, I'm I'm starting to think about the listeners now. I'm not just being a selfish cunt. Now I'm starting to think about the listeners and what what would you say have been some of the keys? We'll go Ali first on this to your transformation in terms of practicality. I love talking about practicality on theory. Like in terms of practicality, what are some of the things that you've done or currently do that have helped you go from angry, stressed out, bell end to fucking <laughs> the crookster? Uh, habits number one. Yeah, and so what? Just a, a daily routine. So I sp- I spent about two years trying to perfect a daily routine and was just stressed out by it all the time. <laughs> So F5, like Mike was saying, was brilliant because yeah. it just gave you a really simple structure to work to. And yes. then that's gone on to the planner. So for yeah. me, the non-negotiable for me is the planner and yeah. three wins a day. And what is the, what would you say? And by the way, it doesn't have to be my planner, which you can get if you join us in and start But Seed. Seed. <laughs> seed. We need a, we need a sound effect. Like, seed. seed button. <laughs> Do you know like Tim Westwood's homes? Seed. <laughs> um, but like, what is it about that that works for you? 
perspective. It could be any planner. Perspective. Yeah. So I organise my I organise my thoughts because it's very easy for me to get up and go support emails. Go 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 go. go. And for me, doing an hour of meditation actually didn't work. It made me a bit drifty. (laughs) An hour of meditation. Yeah. But that just it's the case. Organises my thoughts. I know what I'm focused. You think about that. It's kind of if you think about this, using a journal like that is kind of like kind of like meditation yeah. Yeah. because it's it's about where your attention is and it's easy meditation for me is again it's not about emptying your mind it's not about doing a bunch of this shit that people think it's kind of about having your attention on whatever you want it to be like you're choosing yes. where your attention is totally and I think that's what happens with journaling yeah yeah, yeah. so and now I, meditation wasn't working for you and that helps you yeah so I think definitely it's the habits it's focusing on organising my thoughts it's giving me perspective totally. yeah so I'm from the outside in. I'm doing the same things as I was doing before, but I'm doing them at a higher level, and I'm enjoying them. And a big one for with me more is, uh, with more intention. Yes, with more intention and systems. Yeah. So so much more so much more of a systematic approach to the business side and the coaching side. Yeah. Whereas before, I would kind of somebody would say, "Oh, do you want to do this? Yeah. Do, yeah. do that. Do you want to work with this person? Do you not think the word the word that we've got in systems? I think you've got more of a all of it is a strategic mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I say this quite a lot. People's lack of strategic mindset causes overwhelm. It doesn't matter whether you've got a job. It doesn't matter you've got a business. Without a strategic mindset, i.e. And strategy for me is just looking further along the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Further along the road at what obstacles might pop up, at what might happen, at what might be coming in from this side, that side. If you've got a strategic mindset, it doesn't mean you're not going to get overwhelmed. It doesn't mean there's not going to be challenges. It means that you've at least considered them. Yes. Yeah. And, and overwhelm is, again, just kind of bad mind management and... and creating what i would call false timelines yeah i I, I was feeling overwhelmed earlier this week and i came into leslie and i was like right oh she'll be amazing to get that off your plate i need to schedule my week like i've got so much shit i need to do yeah and like i can't describe the feeling of i literally only spent about 20 minutes and i didn't even schedule everything it was just the main things i had on my list to do literally like i was just like Thank fuck for that. Yeah. Like, I felt like I just lifted something off my shoulder. You know, what you probably really did was, again, what Ali planned, said was organise your thoughts. Yeah, just yeah. organise, right, I'm doing that on Thursday, that on Friday, that. And what I, what I actually struggled with before is, so when I was planning, I was doing it on a Sunday, and if I didn't have the whole week organised, yeah, that yeah, would yeah, piss yeah. us off, because I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm OCD, but if I didn't have, if I had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday done, but I didn't have Thursday, Friday, like, all panned out, I was like, really? Right, well, fuck this, I'm not doing it. Like, no, I don't know why, perfection. I don't perfection, yeah, but now I'm more reliant, like, I haven't got tomorrow planned out, so I'm... You've got to have some flexibility, yeah, I think. exactly, yeah. but that, that was my biggest problem, filling in the plan at the start, I was like... Right, well, if I haven't got it all scheduled... There's no then point. I, then I, there's yeah, no point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, now, yeah. now, like, even to the point where oh, if I didn't have something filled in between two and five, that would piss us off. But now I'm like, that leaves us time for Paul's drive-by delegations and... <laughs> Paul's doing a last-minute podcast. <laughs> last-minute yeah. podcast. Might as well do a podcast, when? Five minutes. Might as well we're going to do a new podcast, when? Like Wednesday, no? Five minutes. <laughs> Fuck it. My miss used to say she'd lose me about three o'clock on a Sunday before I started doing the whole return and report really? the whole plan because I'd start I'd lose presence because I'd be thinking about the week yeah. and I didn't have a way of structuring it so she says now you go in I, it's usually about 11 o'clock on a Sunday I go an hour and a half 90 minutes I don't plan out every minute yeah. but I go through the keys and she yeah. says Sunday's great do you know what it is you, really you get it's it out not, of the way I think sometimes it's not really planning it's just prioritising yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm desperate to hear Mike's intake on overwhelm because 
I can't for one minute imagine Mike Lewis getting overwhelmed. <laughs> Can you? Mm. No. Maybe it's the well, night when he's getting that. Like, when he's getting that Kimura on. Is it a rare disease? <laughs> <laughs> is it some kind of tropical disease? Yeah. <laughs> it's that work thing you're talking about. Mike, do you ever get overwhelmed? Um, do I ever get overwhelmed? Not lately. No. I definitely used to. Yeah. Are you, you know, when I was, like when I was younger, I used to get overwhelmed with loads of things. I used to have anxiety being in the house by myself. I really? To, yeah, anything like that. I couldn't, had to be around people all the time. Couldn't, yeah. co- couldn't really cope my own company. Yeah. Um, in terms of things like work, when I first started the business, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Because I had, well, it was just me. Yeah. And that's, it's just, so many things that I'm shit at. Yeah. Right. And it, and it's like it's like there's so many things that I'm I, I'm just not very good at them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you, you know, know what, mate? It takes some people a long time to realise that. Yeah. It took me about fucking seventeen years. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Seventeen years to realise that I was shit at Aweber. Yeah. Shit all these things that I was yeah. shit at. The only thing I'm good at is talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's 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 how I feel. You know, yeah. I I kind of there were certain elements of my old job. They made me think, oh, you know, maybe I could start my own company. Yeah. And then you kind of start a company and you think, what the fuck have I done? Shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but that's been the biggest thing I've taken away is, is, yeah. is I now, I only do things that I enjoy doing. Yeah. I only do those those elements. And actually, and then you think, well, yeah, but then it's the cost of getting other people to do the other things. It's not a cost, though. It's not a cost you're at all. investment minded. Yeah, because because that's, that, that mindset changed. In fact, I say that about both of you guys, really, you're clearly investment minded and you're investment minded. Yeah. You're actually investment mind as well, Mark, because you drop all that cheese on fucking the Amazon thing. Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. We've talked about have we talked about that on a podcast before, your Amazon thing. Well, haven't we? I think it's so. Fine. I've done a few seed. Yeah, we talked about it with Nathan, didn't we? Because Nathan done it as well. Malcolm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What did he, he do? Slime? He didn't do yeah, he did slime, not on Amazon though. Isn't that's that but that's one of the ways he started out. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Shit, see, I've had so many conversations <laughs> I've had fucking three quarters of them. Yeah. It's mad that, isn't it? Oh, but hey. Anyone think I did a lot of drugs when I was younger? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we haven't had a text from Tedco, have we? Ooh, yeah. Me and Mark are just having a personal conversation right in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, personal business conversation about massage guns. Massage have we got a domain guns. name yet, Mush? What? We've got a domain name yet. Not yet. Oh, you can just go to Amazon and, and yeah. Google um, Amped Massage Gun. Yeah, that's the one. So not, you can go to Amazon, yet. you can't Google anything on Amazon, but... You can go to beep. Amazon and search for, <laughs> you can, you can search for Amp Massage oh. You're Googling fuck all on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, so, Mike, what would you say are some of the practical things that you've implemented that have helped you the most? Yeah, practical things. Again, it's it, all around, I, I do the things that I'm, that unique ability. Yes. That I'm either, so what did Paul do? Write down every task I do, yes. um, split them into things that I love doing, yeah. things that I'm excellent at doing. Things that I'm okay at, but I don't like, and yeah. things that I'm shit at. Shit at yeah. Anything I'm shit at went. Anything even that I'm okay at, but I don't like, went. No. Um, Do you know what, guys, right? Every time I t- I've talked about this thing with a lot of people, because I'm big on it, let's just do less of the shit that you hate. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it's okay for you. And, I, 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 and I'm, I'm aware of that today, because every time someone said it, I'm like, Do you know what, there's someone at home. Because in my head, I'm like, it's just a decision. Wasn't Absolutely, a mindset yeah. shit for you? Was there something that happened where you're like... It didn't take much convincing for me. <laughs> because any, anyone who says to me... You can You've got permission yeah. not to do shit that you hate. Absolutely, Maybe that's yeah. what people are waiting for. You well, know. it's because I think, right, people are... 
in love with this idea of, you know, seek out suffering, embrace the grind, uh, hustle, yes. hustle, hustle. Yes. I've always been, I tell you what, I am not about that life. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, I am about seeking out as much time away from work. I listen, I, I like my job. Yeah. I like my customers. It yeah. does all these good things. Yeah. But the reality is... You love other things more. I love other things way more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like... Once, this is a really interesting take this because Mike will be the first person that said, I like other things better than my business. Like... Yeah. You love your business, but you like other things. This is the first guy that's really said it because everyone that was had on was like, oh, I love this and I love that, but I love that you're saying that because... I, I love my business, but I also like the ability that I can turn up to work a quarter to 10 yeah. and the rest of the team are in there. Yeah doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like the freedom to go in late. Well, that's a business. I like, well, that's, that's an the whole business. thing. Someone asked me, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, Helen, yesterday, and we were talking about feeling achievement. Yes. And I said, one of the biggest achievements I feel is every time I go to get my hair cut, right? Because for the last, for what, 15 odd years working, I had to squeeze getting a haircut in on a Saturday. Do you know what I mean? And that's a hard day and to get And that's a hard day to get it in. It is a hard day you to get turn up at 11 o'clock and think, oh, the queue's too big, I'm going to go home. Go yeah. back to three and what if... And like my, my hair looks shit if it's not shaved. Like even this this is too long. That Do you know what I mean? Fuzzy felt. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> and then I've got to go one more week without a haircut. Then your confidence oh, shit, starts to dip. Mad. All these little things. Yeah, dude, that's the, a, I love that insight. Yeah, yeah the first day I write down that as a win. Like, yeah, if I let me haircut, me beard done. That's a win for me because it's self care. Yeah, the first day of me on like maybe my third day third day of having the business. Yeah, I went and got my head shaved, and 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 the hairdresser was like, oh. You look so happy. I'm like, I'm getting my hair cut to Tuesday. Do you know, I was over the moon to get my hair cut on a Tuesday. Dude, that's amazing. Because yeah. that, that to me was freedom. Yeah. That to me, it meant more than my first client. It meant more than, it's like, I'm always going to get my hair cut on a weekday in the middle of the day. I'm not going to do it at my lunch hour. I'm not going to, I'm going to get my hair cut when I should be working. Because that is to me is what freedom is Dude, and you know, about. that's kind of a, probably an advantage that you have over me because I've been self-employed for so long. Because I'm essentially, I mean, you're probably in a case where you're unemployable now. Yeah. I'm like, I've been doing that for so long that I forget about that. And I think yeah. that's probably why you value freedom so much. Yeah. Because John Martini says that your values will come from voids and you probably had a void that was lack of freedom, feeling trapped. Yeah, in a job. absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so now you value freedom really highly because you've, you've had that void. Well, because I've always had fairly, so I've always been in sales yeah. and I've always been quite good at sales. So I've always had fairly well-paid jobs, yes. but yet with no qualifications. Yes. Like I, I got my GCSEs, but I didn't do college or anything like that. Yeah. And it's like, so you're kind of trapped into this job working for someone else. Yeah. You can't leave because now your outgoings match yes. your income. Yeah. Yes. And then it's like, well, a new business is going to take time to build. Yeah. And it's just, that was always the fear really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, of course it is, yeah. And, I'm and then to, you're thinking I'm building someone else's business. Loss. It's a fear of, I was talking about someone this the other day, someone, it's a fear of loss. And they were like, I'm scared of rejection. I'm like, no, the, your biggest fear is losing the security of yeah. that income like you kind of, I think today's world, you're not actually, even in a job, you're not guaranteed income because yeah. it's so fucking rocky and unpredictable and fucking turbulent in the, yeah. in, in kind of the employment world right yeah. now. But I think that's the biggest fear that people have with starting a business. Yeah. is isn't the fear of failure. It's the fear of losing security. But th see, this is why I think, this is my biggest mindset of the past shift of the past few years really, is mentors are so important. Yeah. So I had a guy called Neil O'Connor mm -hmm. um, sat me down one time and I said, oh, I'm thinking about this. And I was like, well, I don't want to do it. And he was like, do it. If after three months it hasn't worked, just get a job again. I'm the same. That's my he's approach. Like, he's yeah. like, you can always, being, being in sales, you can always find a job. Yeah. People want good salespeople. Yeah. You can, and you can always find a well-paid job. So yeah. if it doesn't work, what's the worst that can happen? 
Yeah. And, and if you've got a sales, you can get an uh, an average paid job and then make it all up in bonuses yeah. and shit. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not it's not that difficult. But yeah. we were talking today. It's, I think you were out with this quite a heartbreaking story. Actually, mm-hmm. was it your PT you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. In fact, you tell it. So <laughs> pre lockdown, mm-hmm. I've got I had a great PT, mm-hmm. um, really skillful. Mm-hmm. You know, would look at every last little edge yeah. and make sure your back was perfect yeah. and everything else, and then. Lockdown came along and I was like, okay, well, I want to keep paying you. Yeah. I was kind of edging along and he goes, well, we, we can't do anything. The gym's closed. And I'm like, couldn't we do some, you know, online? And he just, he said no. And yeah. then he's ended up having to quit that and he's working in a, working in a factory. Oh, so what it yes. showed, it was a real reminder that skill set's only one part of it. Yes. Your mindset is so important. Yeah, I mean, so having a mentor, having someone to guide yeah. you the well, right way in that time. Start, but we've got a lot of, because of my legacy and my old career, if you like, We've got a lot of PTs in there. Look what's happened to some of them. We've got some of them here today. Almost every single one of them said we're a capacity in the gym. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them aren't even open again properly. Yeah. Like the lads from Glasgow have been running fucking sessions on the roof of their gym because they can't not allowed to do it indoors yet. And they're a capacity. We've got more clients now than they have before. And that is not down to skill set. It's down to two things. One, having a, the, the, the correct, not even the correct, a resilient and flexible mindset, I'd say. Yep. Because sometimes he was, that guy there is stubborn and resilient. Sometimes I think a flexible mindset is powerful. Adaptability. Adaptability, well. that's what it is, yeah. And having a coach. Because if he'd had a coach, a mentor, there's no way they'd let him do that. No, yeah, what exactly. are you fucking doing? Yeah. I mean, if the my style mentor, what the fuck are you doing that for? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? What the fuck are you doing that for? What the fuck have you set your Facebook ads up yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one for YouTube, mate. <laughs> end of September, end of September. It's end happening. of September, yeah. End of September. I love it. Um, what we're talking about again? Mike, we're talking about being overwhelmed. We're sort of being overwhelmed. Yeah. What, then, um, what are you saying? I was just, I don't know. I was, I was going to go try down the train of thought, but yeah. it's gone. But, yeah, we'll often do that. What are we talking about again? We'll yeah. do that all the time. Practical right? things, practical things. Practical things. Ali, what else do you want to add to this? Because let's talk, actually. I love talking about this because it's so important. It's usually a little bit boring, but let's start. Let's talk about fucking health and energy and that. Oh. Like, because this is, it's always overlooked when it comes to like mental health and mindset because it's boring, <coughs> because no one really likes it. And it's because you got to think about it, it's often the first thing like a doctor will say if you're struggling, it'll be like, um, do some exercise, do this and that. Like, what have you done there? Like, what's your oh, thing? For me, it's lifting weights. So that's my thing. That's Complete, oh, yeah, that's my escape. I like I like the the, the pain of it, the yeah. effort of it. Yeah. Um, but having the accountability yeah. with Alex yeah. is is just yeah. it's next level. So for me, energy is critical. If I if I if my energy drops, I generalize and I get negative. Yeah, and it's so and that pattern. Nobody been, even really links that. I, I say this quite regularly. I'm like, I'm sure a lot of people aren't depressed. They're just fucked. Yeah, like they're just fucking exhausted. And I'm not writing off anybody's diagnosis but i get the only time things are problematic for me is when my energy is low max seen it mm, i think yeah. i had one this week so i get sent home from the office and probably just fucking go home <laughs> that, that, that's my first marker now if i find myself moaning about a client <clears throat> going you know taking too long to do something yeah. being a bit down i'm like where's my energy at yeah, yeah. hydrate and move hydrate yeah. and move and low energy and doesn't happen by accident as well no. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't happen by accident. So it's lifting weights for you. What's it for you, Mike? 
Um, People are probably sick of hearing us talk about this. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always jiu-jitsu, yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Hey, what you got, what got you into jiu-jitsu? Um, my daughter had just been born. Um, and you wanted to escape the house. <laughs> Why did you get out of the house? I needed to get out of the house. I loved MMA. I was really? mad into UFC. Yeah. Um, 2006, I think I started watching that. I did a bit of... Who was the man in 2006? I think I so watched it then. So, Rich, my first event... The first event I watched was when Rich Franklin got knocked out by Anderson Silva. Ooh, So Rich Franklin, I'd been watching all his highlights. Yeah, like he's the man. Yeah, he got smashed by Anderson Silva. Yeah, Anderson um, Silva. So UFC sixty four was, yeah. was was the first first one. The first one I saw was when Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz were the fucking yeah when they were in that rivalry. Fuck me. Because actually, I watched a documentary about it the other day. It was amazing. They used to be training partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they fucking fell out. And then Tito was a bit of a fucking bell end. Sorry, Tito. If you want to come on, just reach out. You'll have to, you'll have to travel to South Shields, but it's not the worst place to come. It's, it's, I mean, not, it's not, got a nice beach. I'm the South Shields bad boy now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Huntington Beach. We've got fucking Little Haven Beach. That's why they call me Little Haven Beach bad boy. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry, it's so UFC and then... Yeah, I was mad at UFC. Um, and then, yeah, I had, I had my daughter and I, I needed something that was just mine. Yeah. It was just for me to do. So you know why? I, mean? I think most people that watch the UFC... Want to throw fucking fists? So you know what I'm saying. Things appealing about jujitsu is one. I knew it took ten years to get a black belt, so it was a skill. Yeah. So I've done a bit. Of kick- By the way, it's taken me at least twenty. Yeah, to get I'm, a black belt. I'm looking at now. I'm thinking ten years mate, to get a black belt. Fuck me, you're talking twenty for me. Bro. I, I've been training eight years, and what I'm a blue belt. I'm a shit blue belt as well. That's <laughs> a thing, right? So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a skill. Yes. And at the time, I, I was training a bit of kickboxing. I trained a bit. Oh, were you? I trained a bit of MMA. Like you know, there's only so many ways you can throw. Left hook. It's only yeah. so it becomes about who's stronger or power, more faster. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I thought the skills in jujitsu are just never ending. There's yeah. a counter. And you don't have to get punched in the face. And you don't have to get punched in the face. And I yeah. don't like being punched in the face. <laughs> so a- any the chance to actually learn something. I'm not asked about fighting. Yeah, I've had a fight since I was 16. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm not bothered about it. Um, what time is starting again tonight? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm putting it on him. I'm putting it on him now tonight. <laughs> but yeah, get to, the gloves out. To go yeah. and learn this skill that yeah. was a bit a little bit different. I just yeah. thought. I can dedicate, I can, I can do that throughout the whole of my adult years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can do that for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I think I'll want to do it for the rest of my life. Do you? Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. Amazing. I say I love it. Sometimes I hate it. Yeah. It's a what weird, was it like it's a weird when you first started? Did you have that whole, like, I didn't get the post straight away. I was like, fuck me. I kind of liked it. I found the drills really hard because I couldn't, I wasn't, I hadn't mastered my own body, it felt like. Being in mind, I was in all right shape. I was boxing at the time and I didn't feel like I couldn't, like, it was like, where do you put that leg again? Where's yeah. the hand go again? Like, I feel like I've kind of mastered that now. I get it. Because I... I think you need to know physics for jiu-jitsu. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, I rolled yeah, with yeah. Leslie yesterday. This is my wife who's never done a jiu-jitsu class. I was like, you're fucking good, you. You know what to do. I was like, it's because you understand physics. Yeah. Because it's kind of like leverage points and fucking all that I shit. I had this exact thought. So I, all, all, the, all the time through my apprenticeship, obviously I was lifting like metal and stuff. Yeah. You sharp, find out where the quickest points are to lift from to yeah. like make it easier. Yeah. And I was, I was just okay. thinking like that concept, like transitions over to jujitsu. Well, like, dude, some of the best guys in the gym, in our gym, aren't like big, strong fuckers. Yeah, the they're fucking just no way to... You know the nerves? Yeah. Think about some of the best kids we're all with. Yeah. I mean, some of them are animals, like some of the some of the purples I'm talking yeah. about, Davy and Brashy and Matilda yeah. and Gar, they're animals. But some of the other ones, like the fuck, they'll admit they're fucking dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's pro- problem because they understand, solving. It is. They yeah. understand physics. Yeah. Uh, they understand, what's the other thing? Fulcrums and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Who? who? Fulcrums. What the? Glenn Powdridge thought us out. He, he's a full-on nerd. Glenn Powdridge is a total nerd, isn't he? Glenn's a guy who runs SBG Burry, and he like works for fucking Google and NASA or some shit. Yeah, he he and taught us about a concept of uh, always when you when you've got an opponent, but mainly when you're doing like a hip toss. Think of your feet as like a, a square. Yeah. And think of where their weight is in that square, and where your weight is in the square. Yeah. So if they're the back left corner, yeah. you need to attack the far right corner. If right. they're the front left corner, you need to put their weight in the back right corner. Um, that makes sense? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like you're going opposite to wherever they are yeah. and that just fucking blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> it's, it's those little things. Those yeah. little, there's little, um, I said the difference, it's such a game of inches jujitsu, yeah. and it's the difference I say between like a black belt teaching and a purple belt teaching yeah. is this tiny D-D-O. little di- D-D-O. I remember I was being taught a bone arrow choke and the difference was, is when you do the choke, hide your pinky. And it was just, instead of pulling like that, pull like that. Yeah. And that little thing just became, you suddenly start finishing 80% more chokes. Really? And it's just, just that little, it's tiny you know little you thing. It's, I, it's amazing. I love looking on YouTube for a, pro, a, a solution to a problem that I keep having. Like, I love doing that. I'm like, how do you escape this dog's choke? Because you keep fucking doing the same choke over and over again. Don't leave I your still haven't figured it out. Don't leave your Don't arms leave your arms out. <laughs> I have to do a side control escape and I love it yeah. when I get something off YouTube and I try and it works like there's a fucking problem I buzz there because yeah. like, I've solved that problem and it's yeah. when you learn when you learn it yourself it's like even there's a little, little bit, bit more, of a more of a buzz, you know what I like and, and I did it the other day the when Martin Stapleton taught us that uh, oh the, the dance escape no, no the, the scarf the scarf escape scarf right. escape have you done it yet I done it on you not remember in I the did, garage I and I, I went I right. went a little bit Martin Stapleton Stable for you but I, I love the fact of like you know when someone just tells you something off a whiff like off, off a whiff off a whim is that the uh, that is the whim off a whim wow and whim half whim half and you do it off just that one teaching, it's just yeah. like, holy shit. Like that well, that's another works. example, right? If you think about that, completely in a different context, that's an example of just mentoring and coaching and getting around better yeah. people and ha- people who have a, are a higher standard than you. Like, yeah. We were doing a podcast with Martin Sleep, and I said, Martin, only escapes from the scaffold. Literally, you know, we're still, we're, we're, he was fucking, he had jeans on, we had jeans on and everything. I said, you're going to escape from the scaffold. He showed us one and then he did it on us the other day. Yeah. And that mad that. But that could be applied to business. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can ask somebody yeah. a question who's just a little bit more experienced than you. You get an answer and then you go and fucking execute it and it works. Yeah. Well, as well, it's just, it's about putting the rounds in. It's like, yeah. that's why I've got so You said, the audience got so much better during lockdown so through not going to lessons, yes. just through training. Yeah. And it's like so many, so many people in, in terms of, you know, I don't know how to res- respond to a customer. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do sales. Like, do more. Yeah. yeah, just just Do start more. off doing more, yeah, and yeah. until you've made a hundred sales calls, don't complain about your script. Yeah. Do your hundred sales calls, get the data, see yeah. what's worked, see what hasn't. And yeah, it's, I love it's that, that kind I of. I love that, and, and actually, it's reps in it. When I had my blue belt, when I got my blue belt, I don't know if I've mentioned this, <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I haven't really mentioned it much on the podcast, have I, Mac? Just the daring one, because there's so many yeah, lessons first, from it, and, and a lesson that I got from Alex, I said to him, I said, "Mate, you know what? I haven't even, I haven't done a single drill because I haven't." Uh, we'll, stick, we'll think about it and then it just feels weird yeah two guys drilling and, and one of them's not like a black belt or a brown belt or a, like a coach it's like it's two just, cavemen just like, going huh? fire huh? I, it's like well <laughs> it just feels weird yeah. so I said I haven't drilled and he said I can tell you I haven't drilled because you're doing the things that you should do properly now yeah. yeah do you know what I mean it's like you don't need a massive it, it, sometimes it's not about learning more because essentially in a class you're collecting more information yeah, yeah. it's like, then, like getting everything and everything's at level one 
And then what we've basically done over lockdown is instead Master of learning more shit, we've just yeah. leveled them ones yeah. up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, yeah. That's literally what it, yeah. It, if you look at most black belts in yeah. terms of people do this with the data, look at how many submissions they get yeah. when they win. Yeah. You know, nine times out of 10, there'll be three submissions. Yeah. And they've used that all that. Alex Alapoge, like he was known for fucking choking people out. Yeah. And, and he, the reason that is, is because he's looked at the data from the finishes in... And that's the highest percentage. And that's the highest percentage. Yeah. Is it? it? The most, yeah, yeah. Mate, it's a hard, hard I think it's one of the hardest ones to get on. Nah. I like how... Uh, Particularly with people that we train with, just seem to be amazing. Yeah. I think because he taught so many good escapes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I pride myself on quite difficult to get a rear naked choke on. Yeah. So you have to throw up an armbar or something. I think it's because he, yeah, our yeah. coaches did so many chokes that he's taught choke defense so yeah. often, hasn't he? All this. Yeah. He taught that so often. So, but the reps thing, so fucking, for anything though as well. Yeah. I like- I'm still shit at cooking because I didn't cook enough. <laughs> That's why I had to keep doing 90 day challenges because I don't do it enough. Uh, and I don't have to, and I suppose that's probably what trading's like as well, right? Yeah, I'm, I, I haven't got a fucking clue what you're talking about. When it comes to <laughs> it, but I can relate. Um, it's. But you said that earlier today. Yeah. You're like you're telling you've seen these things about jujitsu, but the lesson. Oh, it's it's the uh, lesson applies to everything. James Smith said it on the podcast with you. He said it's it's getting used to losing, and yeah. trading's exactly yes. the same. Mm. If you can't accept and get used to losing, no. you're never going to get to the other side because yeah. you'll give up too soon. Well, so it's yeah, all yeah, these yeah. little analogies. That I think I'm it's like, getting used to losing, but you've also got to learn from learn the, from it yes. from the loss. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's business, that's relationships. I mean, you've got to get used to your wife saying, "I'm washing my hair," but then you're like, "Okay, what do I have to do? What do I have to do?" Yeah. <laughs> By the way, all the ladies listening, I'm not. Stealing your secrets, but yeah, Nicky V told me what to do. <laughs> Ask this. No, I didn't need. I don't need any help, much. Come on, come on. I do. I've got so many. <laughs> I've got some bad dude. I told her this is the book that you need to get. No, she's told me yeah. Here's a here's a little book recommendation for you. I can't believe I'm about to say this on a podcast. It's called She Comes First, and I'll tell you this, gentlemen, ladies, get it for your fella. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Ali's looking at me fingers because I'm. He's like, Why did you get Ali's fingers? <laughs> this book because the pictures are amazing one time i'm doing a training call this is how mike's wife knows about it not because i told that again for mike but i'm doing a training call and i've got my ipad on the screen some of you guys might have seen it where i can show me ipad screen on zoom and i go into ibooks and that book's open <laughs> <laughs> and that's just i think they call it connie lingus there's a, <laughs> there's a picture of all that going down and with the actions yeah and all my all the all the people that were on this training call at the time are like paul that's fucking incredible. What's that? What's it called? <laughs> yeah. What we've been looking at. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Let's actually, I'll tell you what, we never really do this, but uh, let's talk books. Let's talk books. We mentioned it a couple of times. We never really do this, do we? Mm. Ali, what are you saying in terms of what are some of the most, obviously, values factor John D. Martini. Values factor John D. Martini. If I had to have one book, that would be it. Really? What is? Yeah, because you can apply it to you. Yeah. What, yeah. I would see you as reading a lot of books as well. Is that is that not I? Not so much. Funny no. enough, since I've come in, the, I'm I'm reading less because yes. I'm focusing on. So you do more. Have you read a fair share of books? Well, share. you know, this is the this is the case of not learning more jujitsu moves. Yeah, but actually Leveling fucking executing up. the moves, yeah. like doing them, yeah. doing them, and doing them, and doing them, and doing them, and seeing what am I doing right, what am I doing wrong, why is this not working? That's the same. Yeah. That's the same principle, and I've talked about this a few times on the podcast as well. I'm like, why is, why are you learning new stuff when you haven't done anything from with that other shit that you've learned? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, values factor, John D. Martini. We spent well. I interviewed Rob Moore, and we basically just talked about Doctor John. That's how. That's how fucking great that. You you got that. 
I have got him. In fact, I think maybe two or three copies in the really? colour there, yeah. yeah but boy. I studied with him in January when I, when you were on the piss in Dublin with your mates, <laughs> right? You were, it was on the same flight. That was, listen, that was a week before lockdown, you know. How crazy is that? Well, dude, I remember seeing those two chicks. With the mask on and calling them these fucking two, idiots. These, uh, these two women, these two girls are masks on because it was in February, I think. Yeah. Yeah. February with masks on I was like you don't need fucking masks we were like what the fuck I was like you need condoms on masks <laughs> <laughs> you used to you used to need condoms on masks fucking fast forward two weeks world's yeah. unlocked mate it was yeah. mad yeah so I, that, that was when I studied with him right. no. what else oh good question um, Atomic Habits Atomic Habits yeah yeah Facebook yeah. Facebook yours is alright <laughs> what's, what's so good about yours is your, it's, your te- it's just a story so yeah. it's very it's good yeah well um, funnily enough, I was talking to my, my new publisher and I said, and basically world exclusively, yeah, it's just going to be audio. And they, um, <laughs> I said, you know, also you don't want to write it. They're like, no, I read your first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't take offense at basically because they offered me a fucking great deal, but yeah, sure. crazy. I love it. What about you, mate? Um, you're an audio guy. I like audio. I like I, I like my Kindle. I've, I've got loads. Yeah. Of, I've got loads of paperbacks because I like to have them on my shelf. Yes. You look smart. Um, yes. 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 We're actually <laughs> yeah. no shit. We had we've just had we had a, a, a spare room in our house, which was an ironing room. Yeah, it's for ironing, and we've got a snake in there, right? Real snake. <laughs> and a caterpillar too. <laughs> That's what it's. Oh, we've got two caterpillars now. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, they must be Nina. Nina, Nina, Nina. Yeah. Probably Every time I go, she's like, "Look at this." I'm like, oh, she, she likes showing you things, doesn't she? And then. Uh, we decided it had loads of books in, and we've now decided we're going to bring that bookshelf in here and put it in the disabled toilet. So when you come for a pool, lads, nice. there's always something for you to read. Yeah, so there you true. go. So you love your Kindle? Yeah, I just, I just it's just because I can read it on a night without uh, light, without on the light on, and at least I can sleep. And because I, I like to read on night, um, yeah. I like biographies. Uh, yeah. Four hour work week was a game changer for me. Me too. Not in terms of actually, I read it years ago. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And that's I regret that. Yeah. But it got me on this mindset of, yeah. I need to start thinking about this. I need to start, yeah. you know, so four-hour work week. Mate, I remember four-hour work week, right? I was a personal trainer. I think I was just doing like one-to-one and going to classes and that. Has Mike, Mike gone for a piss? He's gone for a piss. That's the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> We're having a piss mid-podcast. I love it. And uh, I was in, check this out. This is how I was struggling I was in business. I can't remember. I think it might have been when it first came out, right? And my dad said, remember when people used to do tab runs? You know what they are? We well, basically used to go on holiday just to get cigarettes yeah, 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 and yeah, come yeah, back and sell them. Yeah, yeah. So I went on a tab run with my dad. Right. And while I was there, I read that four-hour work week and it was, again, I couldn't, it was just a mindset. It had a mindset yes. shift for me. Yes. I can't even remember any of the tactics, but I was like, wow, you can kind of hack and cheat. What I remember. You like, your way to being successful. Yeah. This concept of, you talked about the new rich and yeah. it was, if you earn... 100 grand a year, yeah. but you're working 80 hours a week. Yeah. It's way winning. better to earn 50 grand a year and work 10 hours a week. Yeah. And I was, and, and that stayed with me. It's, it's definitely, like, Mike, this has definitely had an impact on you. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's had it, because I'm all, what do I need to be happy yeah, and comfortable? How long ago was that? That must be a 2011, I'd have read that. Really? I wonder yeah. when it came out. Don't know, I, don't, I think it was way longer than yeah, that. Yeah, it was early 2000s. Yeah, I thought I it was. Because I read like the revised editions, you know what I mean? Did you? Yeah, it was like, um, yeah, that for me was I. I had no. James int- Smith, that's his number one. That was the one that changed yeah. his life as well. Yeah, because yeah. it's it, it's just it's just that switch in thinking about. It used to be I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. Now it's so, actually here's what I want. I want a nice house. 
I want to be able to do the things that I want to do yeah. and I don't have to work that much. Yeah. And you know, and you it's know, like that became, a, that's, you know that's now the goal. Do you know what it's almost like, Mike? It's almost like it's gone, it used to be work your ass off, et cetera, et cetera. And then it went for a work week and now it seems to have gone back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing that really says, listen, you don't have to work that hard. Mm. Is that? If you think about that yeah, now, so, so. it seems to have gone, we've got all these Navy SEALs giving business advice. Yep. and fucking yeah, struggle yeah. and suffer on that and I fucking love those guys they're inspirational and obviously they're fucking courageous as fuck but that whole you don't have to work that hard seems to have just they've been kicked out of the it, yeah. I think it's not working I think it's not working hard I think it's working to the point where that makes you happy because I think nobody talks about this anymore though, you could they? work your ass off and, and you, the results you probably would get would far surpass what you require yeah. so all that excess is just unnecessary stress money well you're probably never going to have unnecessary money no but- do, do you know what I'm, I'm laughing at when you tell me we don't need to do another fucking two rounds <laughs> you know what I mean you're like you took four you don't need to do another two rounds you've got to actually go to work tomorrow yeah <laughs> so I did the other week I went to Sunderland and did a dip in the sea Right, there's this, yeah, there's this thing yeah, that's called yeah, yeah. Ice Guys Northeast, yes. right? Yes. And every Sunday, seven o'clock. Catherine went at the moment. Yeah, last it's night, amazing, yeah. right? And he said at the start, he said, to get the benefits of this, yeah. you need three minutes in the water. Anything after that, it's just what you want to do. Yeah. And he's like, really? so to feel the benefit of cold water therapy, you need to spend three minutes in there, and you've got all the benefits you're going to get. You're going to get in them three minutes. If you want to see how. Nice. My step, did you yeah. do longer than three minutes? Out of ten, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah just, just see if I could. Well, then really? that's a mindset, just, isn't just it, after that? Yeah, that's but that's it. I found it fun. I actually, yeah. I, since doing that quarterly and getting the sea, yeah. see, I was always being scared of the sea, yeah. but doing this, I, I came out the sea and I felt so, I felt like I'd... Energised as fuck. Done a bag. Do you know? Yeah, flying home. It was like, it was amazing. Yeah. And then I was like, right, I, I need to get back in the sea. Yeah. And it was, but knowing that thing of... But I'll tell you what, if I only want to do three minutes, I still yeah. get the same benefits. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's, yeah. that, it's that kind of thing. I'm like that in the cold shower game. I'm like, I'm doing two minutes. If I can do longer, I will, yeah. but I'm doing minimum two minutes. Yeah. So I just apply that to work. If I, if I leave work, as long as I can say to myself, have I done something today that's took the business forward? If I get done at half nine, I can leave at half nine. Do you know, Mike, I love that you're talking about this because there was someone said, and I can't even remember where I read this. It might even be in John D. Martini. It was in a book and I was like, that's me. When people talk about what success is, I get asked that quite a lot on Instagram. What's success? And I said, you know what success is? I think it is now. It is doing what I want, even if I don't have to. Yeah. And that's a pretty cool thing, yeah. that, isn't it? Do, think about that for a second. Do, being successful is doing what I want, even if I don't have to. Which that's really, it's, that's a bit of a mind-blowing thing. That. Have you heard Bob Dylan's quote on success? No. Bob Dylan, I think Ricky Gervais talked about it as well for the same thing. Did Dylan, Michael Apple talk about this? Because we did a speaker, tra- Michael Hebel did a speaker training. I'm pretty sure he talked about it. But tell me. Bob Dylan said, I wake up in the morning, I go to bed at night, and in between those two things, I did exactly what I wanted to do. Yes. And for me, that is success. Yes. And it's like, it, and so if I can work in the morning, if I don't want to do anything, mm-hmm. as long as I can work in the morning, go to bed at night, and think, in the, I've, mm-hmm. I've done exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. That, that is success, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That, that is success. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm all right with that. Yeah. I think people don't often don't even know what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. So they just end up. Having to do what they have to do because mm-hmm. they're not even sure what they want to do because yeah. they're kind of, I think we're almost conditioned into like, oh, well, you can't do what you want to do. Yeah, you have to get what you're given. And then that's what that's what starts these spirals of like, yeah, what would I, I honestly are kind of resonated with me because I remember finishing work, getting in the house, and being like, right now what? 
<laughs> like because I had absolute like I finished work I wasn't training at the time so yeah. I was literally just getting in the house so I would just that's when I'd start eating shit watching shit on TV that I didn't even care about yeah. and it was just like there was no but, and then that, that's literally what got us into the whole Amazon thing I was like right I've got to fucking I need something to do yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's an interesting thing that knowing what you want you know because so many it's weird that so many people don't know and I'm like do they not know it's like I, I ask people so you know what do you, why do you want to learn to trade I want to be financially free and I'm like well, what does that mean? I just want to be the best version of myself. Yeah. I remember I mean, once I ran an event. Well, you were that once. I ran an event once, right? It's the one where we used to put bags on people's heads, right? right. Black bags on their heads and fucking kidnap them and that. And I used to, I said, I remember seeing it one guy. I said, why are you here then? And he said, I want to be the best version of myself. I said, fuck off, man. What even is that? Everyone's trying to be the best version of themselves. Well, yeah. like, what even is that? It's fucking all shit. So it's, um, it's like we were talking about this with savings as well. Everyone knows they should save money, but there's no like, what do you want to save money for? A rainy yeah. day. I'm like, well, that's exactly why you don't save money. Yeah. Because it's fucking raining all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's raining the all the time. You've still got no fucking money. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a real interesting thing. Knowing what you want, but uh, and what I what I want to what I want to have you consider and see if you've got any feedback on this is, do you think that people know what they want, or do you think they're just scared of kind of declaring it? You know what I'm saying? I just think that they haven't tried. I don't. Think, I honestly mm. think people get so comfortable. At some point in your life, you've known exactly what you want. Yeah. Yes. And then it's kind of like, oh well, what if it doesn't work? Or maybe someone shut you down. You can't fucking do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're talking about the start where family members don't get it and that. You, like, do you know what I mean? I think. I think at some point in your life, you definitely know what you want. Yeah. Mm. I think a lot of people, like you said, they're scared to scared to try, or they think there's a certain thing they should like. Because yes. society's saying, oh, you've got to have this much money, or you've got to have this car, yeah. or this and that. Yeah. And I think that can that can. Well, I'm not for me when I when I was really when it. I was living in um, when I was living in Marbella and I had this the four bedroom villa with a private pool, a fucking great life on the outside. I was like, my thing was actually, I don't even know if I wanted this. I just thought that this is what I should want. Probably the yeah. four hour work weeks fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it, this didn't this doesn't feel what I thought it would feel like when yeah. I was 21. Do you think though, so, when you're 21, you knew? that there was other options because if success always looked like yes the big house in spain but i didn't know we didn't know what the options were nah nah i didn't know what the options were i didn't know what else and you don't no one ever thinks about you think you want to be rich you think you want to earn loads of money and do this but i'm like no one thinks about the bit in between which is what you're actually getting paid to do yeah what i mean the thing that you're doing to get the money i don't think that's always important but i think there's got to be some level of um there's got to be some level of actually you know what if i had to do this for free I'm not going to do it for free, but I could probably, if I didn't have to do it, I would possibly still choose part of this that I would do. Yeah. Even if, if you think about this, it's all about retiring. Oh. Like, could we really retire? Could you really retire, Mike? How about, You'd be quite good at it. How about creating a life that you don't want to retire from? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's the, how about creating something where you think, like we was talking about, about jujitsu. I've been having back to do to jujitsu. It's like, what about if you do something that you could do for the rest of your life? Yes. You pick something you're going to do that you can do for the rest of your life yes. or that, that, I don't know, it's just, yeah. Like, well, if I don't want to train, I'll always text, like yesterday, I was supposed to be training with a guy in the morning, he pulled out, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to wait train. So I was fucking texting everybody, see, do you want to roll jujitsu? And I, yeah. I was fucking exhausted as well yesterday. Leslie said, well, why are you training? I said, because I know I'll be fucking amazing after I've done this. And yeah. it's never, it's never, I never feel this, I have to do it. Like, that's just not with anything. I never, when I, when I come in on a Monday and I'm doing those calls, I'm never really like, oh, I have to do this. Sometimes I might be tired, 
But I'm always, once I've done them, I'm fucking good. You never like once I'm into them, them yeah. it's never, I have to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. think that if you can build a life that is, and I'm not even going to say if, because it's, for me, it's still, it's an option for a lot of people, even if they think it's not. Mm-hmm. You don't, no one's forcing you to do anything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? The internet's such an amazing thing. You can make money, like, dude, a I million co- I've never told ways. anyone this on the podcast yet. I used to coach a woman who was an air steward. And she used to sell used tights that she'd worn on the, as a cabin crew. She did all right of it. She used to sell some that were covered in man paste. Man paste? Yeah. Paste. Spunk. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard that term before. Man paste. Man paste. Yeah, man paste. Yeah. Must, be a, uh, must be an older thing. It's not all that thing. I was just trying to be politically correct. <laughs> I've sent cunt three times. <laughs> I was there. I was trying to be politically correct. But yeah, you can. I think that's the thing. You can't actually legit. I seen. I seen something the other day on. T- it was. It was on Instagram, but it was a TikTok, and it was some lass. It was. It was episode ten. Actually, it was like weird shit I sell on the internet, and I went onto her Instagram. She's like e-commerce fucking queen or something. She was selling, you know, them things, them like in them in, things, them, yeah, of course in, I do. In, sala- in salons uh, that you put in between your toes, that where you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was selling them with, with with a pair of sandals that she'd worn. Really, people, loads of people buy that them. That she'd worn. That she'd worn. And the other things are being used. So she'd she'd put the. Actually, what the, what the fuck? I don't know. Toe separators. Toe separators. I might have just made that word up, but it's it's very. Toe separators that like you paint your nails yes. with them. So they and actually had nail varnish on them? No, they were just in between our toes. Oh. And then sandals. And she, like, packaged them up and, like, vacuum sealed them and then shipped them off. And that was episode 10, so fuck knows what was in one to nine. Wow. <laughs> wow. But, yeah. Oh but, men, like, men are fucking disgusting, aren't they? <laughs> 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 they are absolutely disgusting. There's some fucking weird people well, out there, I, I tell you. We were talking about sponsorships the other day. I can't remember who was. Who was with? They were talking about sponsorship. Um, with Joe Rogan. Who was it? Was it Darren? Was it Darren? What, talking about Joe Rogan's The first one? thing that Do- Joe Rogan sponsors was that fucking... Oh, that yes, it was. Vagina torch. Like, like a flashlight. Flashlight. Yes. I used to pump a torch. Yeah. And yeah. men, yeah. weird as fuck. <laughs> but like I say, it's, like, it's, it's an interesting thing. Like, I think... I think women are equally as weird, but men are more open. That's my take. I had a lady. No, I think it was a lady. Um, who keeps messaging me asking how big my feet are. <laughs> right? And that's just like, I'd love to buy, I'd love to, uh, buy an old pair of your trainers. <laughs> Will you sell me them and that? I'm like, what? Brilliant. Trust me, you don't want to smell my fucking feet. <laughs> nah. My cat's a smell. My, actually, my you're gonna have to smell my feet tonight. Depends on the trainers, though. We'll yeah. them off. Sometimes I'm apologising. I'm like, dude, you're gonna have to don't try any footlocks tonight because you'll have to sniff my feet. <laughs> yeah, that's the footlock escape. Just probably dip my feet in vinegar. Do you think she'd still be interested when she finds out you're only a size six? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a friend, right? No bullshit. Who's got size six feet? A dude. And a dude, size six feet, and he buys shoes that are size eight because he's too embarrassed to ask for a size wow, six. Wow, really? Um, yeah, I bet yeah. he's got some blisters of his feet moving around in the trainers. Wow, I tell you, he'd save a fucking fortune as well, size six. Do you know Pewd? Pewd's <laughs> a size nine, you know. Really? Yeah, I'm a fucking size nine. Pewd, probably not twice my size, but not far off. He's like six two. Six two, but big. big. Right, size nine feet. Pewd, he called, he means Mark, fat. Mark Pewd, big <laughs> shout out. He means fat Pewd, so you, you need to get back to training, bro. Just saying. <laughs> That's terrible. Hey, we should right. get him in the laundrette. No. Why? Rag you about. Well, put it this way. <laughs> put you through your washing machine. He's like 98 kilos, I'd say, right? What do you say? 
Uh, Six months I love how he's went 98 so he's not went over 100 <laughs> 98 stars period he'd be about 98 kilos the, the laundrette's tiny and he's massive yeah. I wouldn't fancy that nah. yeah there's not there's not many places to so go I'll take, I'll take that invite back then and just rip it up yeah yeah. you'd like to get on the fuck in the spinning classes or something <laughs> <laughs> I love it um, so lads um, way can actually Ali do you know I'm, I'm going to keep this conversation fucking going what um if someone was listening for the guys that are listening what would you recommend that would be the first thing apart from joining one of my programs that they could do to improve their life we've talked about books we've talked about your journaling what would you say the first thing three wins three wins okay. yeah yeah Game what's changer. that do for you it perspective so essentially, guys, what Ali's talking about is this thing that I call strategic confidence. Um, I got it from, actually, I got it from strategic focus. They call it positive focus. I just made it better and gave it a better name. Um, positive focus. Positive focus. Yeah, more So I call it strategic confidence because it's strategy. Um, and essentially what we're, what we're saying is just write down three wins, wins a day. Yeah. And this is overlooked. Yeah. What do you get from that? I get perspective yeah. on the little things. Yeah. Um, it stops, especially if my if my energy is a bit low. It mm. reminds me of what I have achieved, even yeah. if it's not a big thing. Yeah. Um, and I actually get my clients to do it, even and then you know trading clients, so even non-related, because it's very easy if you've had a couple of losing trades to beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's that's my non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Have everything. That we I, do. I love it because again, the words in confidence. Confidence comes from doing, and and even if you've had, because I always get so many. Oh, it's been a shit week. Someone said, someone gave me a great thing this morning. They said, I've had a shit, a shit pipe of a week or something. It was a very interesting statement. Shit pipe of shit a week. Pipe of I've a week. had a shit, shit storm of a week or something. I'm almost, I've almost gone back with actually there's no such thing as a shit week. Or even a shit day has a, a best you part. You can always find something. Yeah. yeah. You can always find three fucking wins. So yeah. And that's, and it's also training your mind. If it's the last thing you do at night, it's forcing you to end the day. And you've got to think about this as well. One thing that I do often is I look, before I start me plan for the next day, I look at the day before three wins because I'm like, you, you got to think of oh, this almost without exception. Your first thought is negative. Almost without exception. Like yep. anything that you yep. do, first thought's negative. Fuck, I'm stuck. Fuck mm-hmm. this. Fuck, today was shit. Wake up, oh, I've got a busy day today. So the more tools you've got that train your mind to actually, you know what? No, yesterday was all right. Today's been all right, actually. Yeah. You know, my biggest challenge with the three wins and journaling at nighttime. I do it in bed and often I've got to make the decision. Do I try and get laid now? <laughs> to get a win in. Right? No, not to get a win. I'm, 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 I'm down a win. Listen to this, right? This is the scenario. I don't know why I'm turning this way, but this is the whole thing. I'm, I'm going to lay the scenario out, right? When Leslie goes to bed, she puts her head on a pillow and she's asleep. So I've got to weigh up, right? Do I film it? Do I try and get laid now? And then fill the planner and after or do I take the risk of filming me planner in now when she falls asleep? And then I've got to try and wake her up by like sticking me dick in her back and that. So that whole chest. <laughs> tried and tested uh, method. That tried and tested. <laughs> Men are so bad at this. I'm like, what do you do to seduce her? Oh, I, I, I spoon and I grab her tit. See it turns around. Amazing. I'm giving you all the blokes. See You're see sleeping in the fucking laundrette tonight, night, you. I'm, sleeping <laughs> I'm eating pedigree chum for the rest of the night. I haven't even got a dog. Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, it's a. It's like I've got that thing because I'm in bed, but I want to go to bed with that, um, not just an empty ball sack, but, <laughs> but 
but like that positive, that positive mindset. Yeah. What would yours be, mate? The first thing that you're like, yeah, listen, this is going to have a big impact. Um, I would identify the one area of my life that I most want to improve. Yeah. And then I would pay someone to help me improve it. I love that. Yeah. Invest, and that's so simple. Invest in it. And I, and I think we've talked about this a lot and this is not really a seed, but paying someone like people, do you know, I say to people, modeling's huge, right? And modeling people. And it's just, sometimes you've got to understand that Offering somebody money, I don't care who it is, is going to make them way more likely to let you pick their brain. Yeah. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's, everyone gets a message from someone that says, listen, I'm like, I'd like to help you. So I got a message the other day on Instagram and it said, if someone was really struggling and was at that wit's end, would you help them for free? And reached out to you, would you help them for free? I said, I already do. I do fucking daily videos, daily email. We've got fucking, this is about the 15th podcast. Um, I do fucking regular Q&As. I already do help people for free. What you're asking for is for me to personally want to one help you when I've got forty thousand followers here and twenty thousand followers here. Like it's impossible for me to do that. So I'm like, what you got to understand is it's and it's not even greed. It's just like my time and you guys are the same. You know that somebody good, yeah. that time's valuable. So you've got to show them that they're valuable. This is what we do on a podcast. This is not every guest's fucking free. I say this all the time. You think I got time for you for free? You're fucking out. Yeah, you're out your mind. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you're out your mind. Um, and just some, just someone saying, listen, can I pay for an hour of your time? That's very, you might not still do it, but you're way more likely to do it because it shows that you actually value them. And it also shows that you value yourself. You can find that money. You, you can all, cause that's the big thing is, is, is I think people will say, well, what about if you haven't got the money? You, you, but mate, you, you spend a hundred quid money. on bags, you've bought yeah. fucking three bags, for, you've got a fucking yeah. th- three grams, it's 50 pound a bag, but you can, if you get three, it's 120. Yeah. You don't want 20 at the fucking weekend up your nose. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You can yeah, find totally. money always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And I think it's just, again, it comes down to how, probably how important it is. And again, we were talking about this earlier, like beliefs around money. Like, is that a cost? I, or is it, you got to think about this, like how much is getting in shape worth to a businessman? Because they'd have no problem investing money on like a fucking desk um, for their office. But then when it comes to getting a coach, they see it as a cost. Same with staff as well. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a cost, it's a cost, it's a cost, it's a cost. But how much is, think about that, how much is getting in shape worth of your business? Like, what's yeah. it been, it's been worth quite a lot to you, right? Like, what's improved loads, since you dropped two stone? Loads, energy levels, uh, that's, that, that's a massive one. Just confidence. Yeah. The, the confidence to walk into a meeting thinking, all right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just, just how, I think, how you handle yourself. Yes. Just, just gets improved. Yeah. You know, and, and it's that and kind your of. Your mood's huge, man. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it, it's well, I, it's that, it's that self-awareness, right? Yeah. So I was talking this with someone the other day. I always talk about, um, I, 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 I tell, you know, the girls who work for me, or I, I want to invest in my staff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I want to be a good boss, I want to do all those yeah. kind of things, you know? And someone was having a bit of a problem. Yeah. And there was a coach I know who's like a behavioral coach, mm-hmm. who's um, really good at building people's confidence. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, how much would it be to work, you know, to, to do some work mm-hmm. uh, for us? And I was like, oh, oh and I was being a bit Billy Big Bollocks, really. I was like, oh, because I love to invest in my staff. Yeah. And I thought she'd say about 250 quid, mm-hmm. like for an hour or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was three grand. And then, you know what? That confronted me with, do you like to invest in your staff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, are you serious? Or are yeah, you full like, of shit? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because if you only, if you say like to invest something, but you can- It's like conditional. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like, yeah. but you can afford to lose 250 quid. Do you know what I mean? Or, or like, it, it's, it, it became about- are you actually serious about solving a problem? I'm wondering why he this... hasn't sent them to me, by the way. Because <laughs> you only work with men, don't you? Uh, 
For, well, like, it was like, it was like, am I actually really interested in, I, in helping this I, person? Am I interested or am I committed? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Am, am I trying to give the appearance of, oh, you know, yeah. I value my team? Or actually, am I willing to put my, my wallet where... How, it's almost how highly do I value them? Yeah, absolutely. Or yeah. they were 250 quid or they're actually worth three grand? Yeah. yeah. Ab- the staff. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it became, after three months of working, if I say how much I valued having a coach, yeah. how much I value working with you, how much I value working with other people... Well, in three months' time, what's her transformation going to be like? What yeah. impact is that going to have on the business? I yes. better get more than three grand back off yes. it. I better get more than three grand back yeah. off it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's those type of things. So for me, yeah, that's Do you know what? I have this little stage. challenge as well because the mastermind, I mean, it's expensive. And I'm like, actually, do you know what? I could save that. That's another member of staff. But then at the same time, if I wasn't in there last year, I'd still be working in fucking Fritzl's basement. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd still be fucking working at our Cafe Nero, just me. There'd be no Mac. There'd be no podcast. You guys might not be here. I'll be fucking. I'll be. I'll be. Uh, I'll be asking to meet you in a fucking coffee shop. You'd be thinking, "Is this guy fucking serious? Is this <laughs> yeah. a business?" You know what I mean? It would be. It's an interesting thing that okay. when you look at it, is that actually it's not. I think that's people's biggest problem is just moving from a cost to to, and it's so cheesy. But being investment mind is completely different, yeah, is, yeah. and that would be. You must see that all the time. Oh, right? all the time. Yeah, and 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 it's the. I think too many people want the investment back too quickly so yeah. they don't make the investment Yeah. so what, am, I, am, I, am I going to get my return back in two yeah. months mm-hmm. um, ironically the investment into, into here I got back very quickly but it wasn't the objective the objective was longer term yeah. yes. and it was tangible but also intangible Yes. because the knock on effect of you being in shape the knock on effect of you running your business systematically is you're not stressed at home so there's, a, there's loads yes. of other intangibles yes. that yeah. people don't always measure yeah and there's so many people who just never, I think a lot of people have never had a coach, but then you've got to look at, I'm like, you know what, if you look at anybody that's at the level that you want to be at, I can almost guarantee Absolutely. that they have a coach in some area. Yeah. So even Rob Moore has, Rob Moore has multiple coaches and that guy's doing fucking huge cheese. Do you know what I mean? Every, everybody at some level has a coach. So I'm almost like, well, what the fuck's your excuse? There's, there'll be a lot of coaches listening to this, right? And almost... I'd say 90% of them don't have a coach, which tells me that you don't believe in coaching. coaching. Yeah. I get quoted in that one all the time. <laughs> yeah. I do get quoted in all yeah, the time. Yeah. A coach who doesn't have a coach doesn't believe in coaching, but it's true. It's like, why would you try and figure it out on your own? That's probably going to cost you more money, by the way. Isn't it? Absolutely. Trying to figure yeah. life out on your own is probably going to cost you more money. Like, not investing in a trainer, like, you think it's, you think hiring a trainer, a personal trainer, whatever, is a cost, but it's not really because... It's going to cost you a fortune in fucking extra fucking big clothes for a store when your old clothes don't fit you. But it's going to cost you a fortune trying to yeah. figure it out yourself. It's mad. Like you probably spend, you were talking about two grand for the year, you probably spent that on a fucking bike that you hung clothes on. You know what I mean? You probably yeah. spent that on yeah, other yeah. bits of shit. Yeah, it's mad when you think about it. All right, fellas, I can see Matt looking at the clock because he's training at six. He's fucking, Mac does not want to be late for a class at SPG, no. by the way. Wow. No, His no. life would not be worth living. <laughs> hey, hey, Ali Crooks, where can we find out more about what you do? You can find more out uh, at Instagram, Ali Crooks Trading. And Which tra- is going to get way better, at, by the way. <laughs> Committed to days, yeah. Ali. He's tra- yeah, level he's, up my Instagram. I love it. And Trader Support Club. Amazing. I love it. Mike Lewis. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's probably where I'm most active. Just yes. search Mike Lewis. Um, Follow him, on, follow him on LinkedIn and particularly look for Mike Lewis, Tyson Fury. Search that. It's amazing. <laughs> and actually, tell that fucking story. <laughs> this is amazing, this story. We can't go without telling this story because I love it. So, I once went to like a sportsman's, sportsman's dinner, dinner yeah, yeah, and got a photo with Tyson Fury at the end. And that was when 
he was like, he was at his heaviest. He was just about to start to come back. He was massive. Yeah. Um, and I got a photo taken with him. And then after he beat Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder? Deontay Wilder, Wilder yeah. not Wilder. Yeah. Um, I put that photo on LinkedIn and did a little post basically saying, um, Tyson was worried, you know, could he be the champ? Could he come back? And yeah. don't worry, I had a word with him. Um, I told him, you know, you can do it. And, <laughs> and now he's the world champion. And basically that's all down to me. Yeah. Clearly a joke. Yeah, <laughs> clearly a joke. And then just loads of people jumped on it. It was like, oh, have you heard this dickhead? Yeah, you got fucking slated. <laughs> Absolutely. The next thing I know, people send me links to like the Daily Star. Paddy Power did a video about it. Uh, I was on Scott Mills. <laughs> people just, really want that smart. Yeah, people was like, are you really taking credit? I'm like, are you really? In- an idiot like, <laughs> like it's the internet bro but yeah it's yeah. the internet a Dude, that's amazing. Place. how many views did that that post get know, a few hundred thousand that's insane a few hundred thousand yeah. yeah from a fucking joke yeah <laughs> on that note um, Mike Lewis thank you very much thank you Ali Crooks thank you very much thank you for having producer me producer Mark thank you thank you hey my pleasure uh, guys before I be don't forget listen I've done my bit here I'm doing my bit every fucking week twice a week most weeks um, don't forget you do your bit by subscribing to the podcast and um, giving us a rating and um, giving us a review, even if it's a shit one, even if you call me a cunt. Um, also, share it with your friends. Um, if you don't, you're a dick. <laughs> See you next time. See ya.